0: And what I had saw coming back in was some some faces and names that I hadn't seen for years saying, well, can we take up this offer? Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Are you ready? Keep this frequency clear. I know you're going to dig this. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Check, check it out.
1: Hi, this is George Free, and welcome to another episode of the Martial Arts Media Business Podcast, episode number 27. I have with me for round two today, and Paul Veltman from Kano Martial Arts in Huesdale, and also from Martial Arts Business Success. And we are going to be talking about a, a couple of things, but we're going to start with a really, really successful campaign that Paul had over December that we helped him with that generated well over 90 paid trials in the end, which is now the official number Which it was 86. There were 96 results from that. And we're going to break it down, not just the the sign-up process. You know, we talk a lot about generating leads because look, that's you know, that's my specialty. But I wanted to really get a a background view of what happens. You know, you you put out a great offer, you put out a great trial like that, and you've got all this, you know, you got this flood of new students that sign up. But then what do you what do you do then? How do you manage getting them into your club on a permanent basis signing them up for a long-term member and we're going to take a look at the different steps that and components that go into that to to really turn these pay trial leads into ongoing and long-term club members so lots of great things to talk about and not to jump the gun here but if you do want to have a look at the actual page that we used that helped generate paul more than 90 pay trials in the end of the day Then go have a look at martialartsmedia.com forward slash MABS, M A B S. So martialartsmedia.com forward slash MABS. And I did a short seven minute video. It just gives you a bit of an overview of how the whole page works, the different components, the upsells, and that's going to put a lot of this interview into perspective. So whether you do that before or after the interview, just uh, make a note of that because that's really going to help you understand the different components and how that can help your marketing. All right, I want to get going. For all other show notes and links and everything mentioned in this episode, you can go to martialartsmedia.com forward slash 27, download the transcript, and everything else is on the website for you. So that's it for me. I hope you enjoy this interview. You're going to learn a lot from this. I can guarantee that. And welcome to the show once again, Mr. Paul Veltman. Good day, everyone. Today I'm with Paul Veltman sitting in front of me this time, uh, round two. So welcome, Paul. Good morning. Cool. And today we're going to we're going to touch on a few things, but I, I guess a, a highlight's going to be last year, towards the end of the year, we we did a campaign. I we we helped Paul put together a, a package for a paid trial,
0: and got really good results with it. What were the... We ended up with 96 results um, over, I think it was a two-week period. Two weeks, yeah. Um, But the the really surprising thing, George, that that I enjoyed was in December, we tend to find we drop off our marketing. Um, We know that on Facebook, the pay-per-clicks gets a lot more expensive because we're competing with all the retailers for Christmas Christmas business. But we thought we'd give it a little bit of a go, um, mostly just hitting up a lot of old inquiries, old members, and the results were astounding. It was actually scary how how good they were. So between the three clubs we ended up with ninety six paid trials. All right, excellent. So so now there's there's lots, lots of ways we can go with that. I
1: guess let's let's just define let's what what I really want to cover here today is not only the, the pay trial section because it you know we, we put a lot of emphasis on getting the lead in, but then there's obviously got to be the, the follow-up, how are we going to keep them in how they get you know how they're gonna retain them as a student for the long term. But let's just define, I guess for people people that's not familiar with the whole paid trial system and so forth, what what exactly was the offer and how how did we how did you go about that?
0: Yeah, a little while ago we went to paid trials and what we found was um, when we did the two free classes, which was quite traditional, then if you joined up you got a uniform, we get a lot of tie kickers. People would come in, it, there was no commitment, they'd do their free class or two, you know, they'd stay, they wouldn't stay. Um and, and really, over two classes, it was really hard to show the value of the program. So, what we moved to initially, and, and what we do as our current uh, intro program, is we do twenty-nine dollars for a uniform in four weeks. And there's a lot of variations on that around. We found that works really, really well for us. It gives them time to come in, have a look at the view of the class, not just you know, we're just putting on a pizzazz class to try to impress the parents. Um, they make a commitment, and if the parents put their hand in their pocket or a student puts a hand in their pocket, even for just for a small amount, there's that. I guess, that, that more committed approach to their classes because they paid for them. Um, and we qualify people. If they can't afford the $30 or not prepared to pay for $30, then they're probably not the right person for us anyway. So what we did with the Christmas special was we left it at the $29.95, but we doubled the time um, because we understood that we were closed for a couple of weeks over Christmas. Kids are on holidays. Parents might be you know, committed with other school activities. Or like most parents, we like to have a bit of a break. So we did the twenty nine ninety five plus eight weeks of a trial. Now that extends things out a little bit more than usual, which um, takes a little bit more tracking. But we found, I think, that we've had out of the ninety six, I think we've had eighty eight come in already and start their trials. So uh-huh. very, very happy with that part as well.
1: All right, excellent. So I, I guess that's the biggest concern for for anybody would be all right. So this person has paid twenty nine dollars. Now they can now they can milk the club for a full eight weeks and potentially leave. So how do you get around taking someone from, who's coming to that pay trial system
0: and getting them to commit for the long term? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. And I think what you've got to look at um, is the whole series of pros or the whole process of, of taking someone from, from not doing martial arts at all to being a student. Um, the way I like to look at it is it, like, it's like a chain. And I know some people will use the term funnels. But if you look at the chain analogy, think about each step along the way is one link in the chain. So your first link is your marketing. You, you've got to put your offer out there. You've got to put it in front of the right people. Uh, at the right time. And hopefully that will entice them to make the inquiry. And the inquiry might be an email, a phone call. They'll walk in to come and see a class. So the next step in the chain is, well, how are they dealt with when they walk in? What's your reception procedure like? Is someone on the desk nice and friendly? Is the phone answered in a timely manner? You know, do you train your staff to smile when they answer the phone? Uh, emails answered the same day. So there's that customer service element that that is that first impression. Uh, from there, the goal of that is to get them in To actually start their trial up and get on the mats and then you you, i guess you hand over the responsibility to your mat staff they work their magic they they build value over however long the trial period is for and along the way you're talking to the parents as well you're talking to the parents or talking to the adult student um, touching on their goals seeing if their if their fit is right for the club because it's a two-way street some students are not right for your club just like sometimes the club is not right for the student and then when you get to the end of that trial period, effectively, you're making another offer. You might look at it as upgrading them almost, because if they've paid for a period of time, then what we're asking them to do is commit. So did you like what we did? Are you happy with how it went? Can you see yourself staying? And that takes them to becoming one of your students. Then comes what I think is probably the most important part, and that's retention. And you know, and that's really, that's a couple of sessions on its own, but the old adage, and I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think along the lines of it costs seven times more to get a new student in than it does to retain a student. So for us, retentions are a really, really big thing. And like all clubs, we have ups and downs. January is a dangerous time for, for losing students. Um, chatting to people across the board, it sounds like there's been a few hits this time around. I think we lost nineteen students. You know, that's probably a, a bit more than normal. But we expect to take that hit in January. And also, that's why that December intake was really good for us because we wouldn't normally have those trials coming through. Yes.
1: Okay, excellent. So now, just the details on that because someone's come in for for eight weeks now and they've only made that $29 commitment financially. So what are you doing to speed up that process of getting them – in a, in a payment cycle
0: that they're actually committing to the club? Yeah, that's a good question. We, we offer incentives to join within the eight weeks, um, which is normally a four-week period. So we have a $99 joining fee, and it's not one of these fluffy ones that you, you write it on your bit of paper and ne- never use it. We actually do use it, but we waive that um, if they join within the trial period. So, for example, for the eight-week period, we'll be talking to them at four weeks, uh, for, a, for the four-week period, that the, the MAT staff are doing a follow-up at two weeks, checking with the parents, how they're going, uh, setting an appointment to sit down and talk about ongoing program, discussing the options on training program, training fees, and showing the benefit being the, the discounted rate of um, of signing up in that trial period. So there's a call to action there. So they don't just finish their trial. They wander off into the sunset. You know, and, and three months later, they might come back and you've been chasing them up. We've just started up a, a small satellite club, just a once a week club, and we're running that by school terms. And so what we're doing for the call to action there is we're giving them a discount rate if they pay on time. So the for example, the school terms 10 weeks, uh, the early bird rate as we're calling it is $17 a class, but if they pay after the term starts, it's $22 a class. So we're we trying to make it an incentive, like a reward incentive. And it's very, very important to, to word it that way. This is a reward for doing it early, not a punishment for doing it late.
1: Yeah. Okay cool. So it sounds like there's a lot of it's it's a lot of relationship building there's a lot of interaction it's really setting that foundation I mean you're using the pay trial as well as a almost like a relationship
0: building type process with with the new new prospects? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things I like about the pay trial is and I, and I say this to the customers who come in or the trials who come in this is a really low-cost way for you to find out about us. Uh, like I said, if you come in for one or two classes, I can put on all the bells and whistles. I can put my best instructors and I can run the funnest class. But if you come in for four weeks, you're going to get a really good cross-section of what the club's about. You're going to see you know, all the classes. You're going to see all the instructors in action. Uh, it's a really great wide, way to try out a martial art without putting your hand in your pocket too much. And I'll give you an example. I had a friend of mine who joined up at another club um, a while ago on the other side of town and when she spoke to me it, it she ended up paying something like $350 to get started now there was um, she had a free class then she had to pay a month up front then she had to pay the actual joining fee then she had to buy a uniform now she had two kids who wanted to train but she ended up only putting one in because the initial cost was too much and that's a big hit for a parent especially because as you know these days chances are you, you know your child might turn around in 6 months time and go i, I don't want to do that anymore so for us it's a really low key way to come in, try us out, and get a feel for what we're about and and, as we say, you know, if you don't like us, we part company friends, uh, and that's why also we don't do contracts. I think these days contracts are or, or, or set term agreements are a little bit outdated because it's such a, comu- a consumer society I, th- I, th- I think the backlash
1: with being tied in and and being punished for trying to trying to trying to leave and 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 things I, I don't know I, I think the repercussions of that personally. Is, can be so damaging to your brand because, you know, if someone leaves the the, the club and, and they're being punished for trying to leave and they're in that contract, um, you know, for, from, from my side, I would see that as you're letting someone, they're, they're really leaving for whatever reason they are. So there's already, you know, for it could be personal or it could be they don't like it or maybe they just don't like training anymore. But now it's almost like salt on the wound and saying, well, all right, uh, I'm going to keep you for this much longer. And I I think the longer that you keep someone in a system,
0: I mean, you're more open to being bad mouthed and getting bad publicity. absolutely. And don't get me wrong, I don't have anything against running contracts. We did that for a while. Uh, You'll tend to get less signups because people are a little bit more wary about committing. But what you do as a business, and and, and often as your income that you you feed your family with, is you guarantee that. Now, my point of view is, And to be honest, my wife said to me at one stage, if you're not going to hold people to the contracts, which I never did, why bother with them? We might as well put them on month by month and get more people in. So, but like I said, I have no problem with contracts because people go into a contract understanding what they're signing up for. You know, they're making a commitment. And and really martial arts should be a commitment. I'd love to turn around and say, you know, you give me 12 months. You've got to give me at least 12 months before you really get even a feel for martial arts. But as you said, people feel like they're being punished. They do forget they signed that agreement. They do forget they, yes. that was the deal they made with you at the start. Um, and I think even if you do run contracts, there has to be something along the lines of compassionate grounds. Like I said, people move, people's work situations change. There's got to be a bit of wiggle room because at the end of the day, we're about the people. And, and if you lose that perspective that you hear for the student, people will sniff it out pretty quickly. You know, you've got some really big clubs around that, that unfortunately can fall under that McDojo label because they've lost that compassionate touch with their students. So I don't mind contracts or not contracts. They don't work well for me because yeah. I've never held someone to one anyway. Every time someone said, "Look, this has happened. We need to leave," I'd go, "No problem at all." And as my wife said, "Well, why are we bothering? Let's just get rid of it."
1: Well, sure. And and and, by all means anyone listening, I, I stand corrected. You know, if, if there's if there's something I'm missing with that point, please leave a comment below this episode and 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 uh, challenge my my viewpoint. I mean, because I, I'm looking at it purely from a consumer perspective. You know, our business provides services for martial arts school, but I don't personally own the school myself. So, I'm you know I stand to be corrected, but I know for any any purchase situation I make, that's something that I don't want to be experiencing at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, people will people will try. To do what they want to do, if, if they have enough after 12, after six months of a twelve month contract, even if they've signed it, they'll they'll want to get out of it. And and as as you said, George, you've got to balance up how much your reputation is worth. You're not in the wrong by enforcing a contract because for they sure. signed it, but that person that either um, closes their bank account down, or you might have to chase for money, or you're billing them when they're not training, they're not out there saying good things about you. And and to be honest, that damage to your reputation, albeit unfair. Is probably not worth the money you're getting out of them. Definitely.
1: So now let's go just back to the pay trial offer. Have you ever had any backlash from students where current students see, wow, you know, you're putting this excellent offer together on your Facebook page and, you know, they can get eight weeks and four weeks or whatever the offer is, but the offer is just attractive and they're already in this agreement as such. And they may joined way before this pay trial system was in place. Yeah.
0: We have had that once or twice. Not much though. We, we run a system here now, um, where when students join that they should lock in their fees. So the fee you pay when you join now is the fee you pay forever. We lock that in and that was um that was something I got off of Ridvan, Master Ridvan. And I think that's a really nice way to reward loyalty from your students. Saying that the fee we're at with our lock in, it's a pretty comfortable fee for us. Um, but we can also guarantee them that while you're with us while you don't change programs we'll never change that. so that once you've been with us for quite a while you're on a lower rate so there's that reward. and as I point out to them, you know you've had the advantage of being able to train longer. you've been here you've been getting the benefits longer. We, you know, we did have the usual administration hiccups here and there you know, we did have on the last special we sent out a couple of people go back saying um, email back saying, yeah we joined up a month ago. We went, that's fantastic. You know, I hope you're really enjoying yourself. Thanks. We'll we'll update the database. But I I think it's like anything. You know, if I go and buy a a microwave oven or a stereo system today and then in three months' time it's on special, that's just life. You know, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. There we go.
1: So I, I guess you've just got to be very strategic on how often you make, you change your offer and for how long a time because if you're changing your offers week by week, you are going to probably get a lot more backlash. And uh, I I guess also train your
0: audience to just be open to that fluctuating special all the time almost. Absolutely. And like I said, our intro special is our intro special. And we'll get inquiries uh, asking how long it goes for. And we say, that's it. That's our intro special always. But then we'll make it more special occasionally. You know, we'll do the eight-week. Um, trial rather than four or we might do a, a, a two for one or we've got a really great system that you help us set up where they can bump up their their first trial to a second trial for only $19 more and that's really really worked well that just a tick of a box and for half price you get a second offer now did did people get that a while ago no they didn't but I don't think there's much resentment there because you get used to what you're doing and every now and again I've got to remind, you know, my club owners and also myself that our, our intro special is still a really good offer standalone, let alone if we bump it up to a better offer.
1: All right, excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the lock people in, uh, secure their fee if they if they stay a member. Um, it's, it's, it's probably one of the best retention strategies I've learned online by just, you know, when you launch a membership of any kind, get your opening price get people into that and make it known that the price has gone up and they are guaranteed that, that fee for as long as they stay a member.
0: Yeah, and I, and I like it too because, like you said, I think it's a bit of a reward for loyalty. So every time, you know, realistically, what they're getting is every time CPI comes around each year, they're getting that discount. So if CPI is 2%, well, their fees just drop down by 2%. So ongoingly, we've we've had people with us and we've been running for about 18 years, and I think we worked out the other day we've got 38 or 40 people actively training who have been with us 10 years or more. And so the fact that they're on these dirt, free, dirt cheap fees is really nice. And I, and I remember when I first bought this in, my mentor at the time went, well, that's crazy because what happens if they stay with you for 10 years and they're paying fees from 10 years ago? I said, I know, right? They've been with me for 10 years and they've been paying fees for 10 years. <laughs> and as you know, when anyone puts up with me for 10 years deserves some sort of reward.
1: <laughs> All right, so, so going back... Uh,
0: going back right to
1: the beginning. so we, you got the offer up and you created a decent offer. so let's touch on all the marketing elements that went that went with the offer.
0: Yeah it was interesting because I mean anyone who knows me knows that I'm I'm really IT incompetent um, which, <laughs> which is why I've really enjoyed working with George. Um, so what we did was we did a, a couple of prongs. We did the email system out um, to our, off our database for all old inquiries but also all old members. We did a Facebook boost, um, and then we did a referral thing where we pushed it pretty hard through the current students as well. And what I was kind of pleasantly surprised was how many old members reignited. Uh, and I'll be honest, it was actually an accident that that part of the database was put in. I just didn't think to say, don't send it. But usually our intro offer is only for new members. And what I had saw coming back in was some some faces and names that I hadn't seen for years saying, well, can we take up this offer? And I went, well, why not? You know, these guys have left on, on good terms, it'd be lovely to have them come back in. Uh, and what a great way for someone to start up again if they've been umming and ahhing, which is give them a, a uniform and a couple of months of training just to get them back in the start of the new year. So that sort of things was really quite a pleasant surprise because like I said, I, I hadn't actually thought that uh, I was going to email out to ex-members. It was yes. more along the lines of um, prospects who had come in, shown interest, but, but not converted. So and we're talking you know from from kids who had maybe been little dragons all the way up to black belts who said look we'd love to come back in and give it a try and see if it's what we're still looking for. Yes. And it was nice to see them back on the mats. Yes,
1: it's it's um especially
0: with Facebook and social media people
1: people really neglect I think the importance of email because email email first and foremost I mean it's 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 the sort of the golden age of the internet has always started, build an email list and you've got a database of people that you own, which in reverse, you know, when you have a Facebook presence, it's awesome, but it's still also control of Facebook and their algorithms and what, and, and I'll touch on a few changes that are coming up that, that could potentially be quite scary for, for a few businesses. So the, the whole email list, it's it's. I think it's really important to focus on that as a school because you're getting all this data anyway from all your students. And having that database list of people that you can email at any given point in time, that really can push your conversions up. Also, looking at it, it's another touch point. You know, if we we talk about there's always about six to eight interactions with your brand before a conversion happens, whatever that might be, the phone call or the message. But if you're just contra- concentrating on that one medium, and it's it's just Facebook, for example, it it might take a lot more. Whereas that personal email that's that's going to land up in the inbox, it could be that they see it for the first time because some people just don't like logging into Facebook all the time. I know it's hard to believe sometimes, but it, it just, it, if not counts as the, the additional touch point to drive the conversion, or it could actually be the, the interaction itself.
0: Yeah. And look, I'm a big believer in you've got to have multiple streams of, of students. I think gone are the days where you would do um, a pamphlet drop all, or an ad in the yellow pages, or you know, pre prehistoric days where you'd get one one idea and twenty students out of it. I, I think these days, unless you're really niching yourself, and there are people out there who do that, uh, multiple streams work really really well. And the first one for us, and the most important one, is referrals, because if you are not getting referrals from your student base, you're not doing something right. And it not, might not be you're not taking great classes, but maybe you're not. Um, letting your students know that you appreciate referrals. We have a referral reward system, uh, which we, we, we use quite often, and I really like doing. I, lo- I love giving away free months of training to the, to the parents when they bring someone in. Um, we're just looking at ramping it up to include the little kids, you know, because the, the parents get a free month and the kids get nothing. Yes. <laughs> so we're looking at giving something to the kids if they bring a friend in. Because these, are, these should be your raving fans. If you're doing a good job, your parents and, and, and adult students should be really appreciating what you're teaching them. <coughs> Excuse me, They should be getting a lot out of the classes and they should be wanting to spread the word. Um, you know, We don't want to become evangelists evangelistics up there, but the, if they should be talking to people. We have a VIP pass that we always give out to people when they join up and we give out to our students regularly, which actually gives that intro program I spoke about, gives someone a free one of those. And we say, you know, use it for your siblings, use it for your friends, stick your name on there. There's a space where they can put their name on so we know who referred them. But for me, that's one of the most, first and foremost things. Um, and to be honest, I think that you should have three to four streams minimum running. That kind of sounds like a lot of work, but it's not. When you think about it, one more is referrals. So if you're treating your people right and letting them know you have a referral system in place, letting them know you really appreciate referrals, there's a simple one. Uh, if you're in a full-time venue, the look of your venue itself is a referral. If it's looking nice and neat and you know, you've got nice signage at the front, well, it should draw people's attention to it. And it's a little bit like, I think, as you, know, as you said, George, people need to be touched on quite a bit. And it's like if you start looking for a certain type of car, you know, I think I'm going to go and buy a Volkswagen. Well, suddenly there's Volkswagens everywhere. <laughs> you've never noticed them before. There's either been a, one of the ships has just arrived with a lot of Volkswagens or, you know, I'm just noticing that Volkswagen. So maybe people were were umming and ahhing about doing martial arts and they saw your ad or they saw someone else's ad and they drive past your studio and go, wow, there's a martial arts club and there's one and there's one. I I think as as martial arts club owners, when we drive around, buildings fall into one or two categories. Could I run a club there or could I not run a club there? (laughs) You drive past any empty building, you weigh it up. So between your referrals, your building, um, you're regularly staying in contact with your, your email list and not just to sell them things. And I'm speaking to you who taught me this, um, but to keep them informed, you know, give them this little bit of information, give them nice to have hints, give them some fitness tips, some self-defense tips, so keep them engaged. Then you've got your Facebook, which is the, the here and now generation. And then you might do some traditional marketing things. You know, we've had some, some great success just doing an occasional pamphlet drop around certain clubs. For some reason, the demographic there seem to really respond well to the pamphlet drop, whereas in other clubs, we just don't. You know, that you'll get nothing back from it. And again, that comes back to your test and measure.
1: Yes. I actually remember because the, the Facebook ad was doing really well and I think you had about 40 sign-ups and you, you, you mentioned to me you, you're hoping to push us up to, to 60. Mm. And I remember when we, the, the email campaign kicked in, there was that jump that took it from that
0: 60 mm. to the 80 and, and up. Yeah, and I think that one of the biggest things on that was the, the call to action that, that you had put a, a countdown on the landing page, yes. And I remember, I was driving home to get my son to bring him back for training, and my the emails when the sales came through would be on my phone. And all the way home, in that last forty minutes before it closed down, on the way home, the phone was just going ding, 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 ding. <laughs> As more and more sales were coming through, I'm thinking, this is crazy. <laughs> this is this is really really ridiculous. And we had, we had a few people ring up just after and say look we missed it can we do it and we said yes for that you know it's not neither here nor there for me anymore yes. um but that that combination of things the the nice landing page the offer the call to action and and we did the call to action really simply because it was the day before we closed for christmas and we didn't want to deal with it after we were closed awesome if if any if you would like to see the
1: the, the page and the whole system if you go to com forward slash mabs m-a-b-s You'll see there's a there's about a seven video seven minute video of the page and how it's laid out and how the upsell works, which is really can boost that conversion with about thirty percent. So so do look at, do have a look at that. Uh, the link will be on the on this episode. But also talking about Mabs, uh, Paul, you now also have a coaching program. Yeah,
0: Would you, you like know. to share a bit more about that. Yeah, I would. Um, Michelle Hext and I. If you've ever met Michelle Hext, you'll know she's an absolute gun with online programs. Um, but also a very, very, very good martial artist and martial arts business owner. Um, She was one of my mentors, one of my business mentors, and she really helped us to niche down our adult program, and and that was one of her specialties back then. She would run a a women's only taekwondo club, which was just gangbusters, really, really honed her clientele, her ideal clientele down. Um, So we partnered up a little while ago. And I think for both of us, we've both got our other streams of what we do, myself with my clubs, Michelle with all, all our online courses, and we put MABS together, which is martial arts business success. Um, you can say that three times quickly. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of a fun thing to do because we both are really vested in martial arts, You know, something we've both done since we were quite young. Um, I love teaching, and, and my career has gone from, from teaching students to teaching instructors to now helping business owners, and I really, really enjoy it. Um, because I've got to say, I find it quite frustrating when I see really good instructors out there who are struggling to make a living. And it's through no real fault of their own. But a lot of us, especially my age and older, are stuck in this rut that, you know, build it and they will come. And it just doesn't work. There's too much competition these days. There's too much around, too many things competing for, for you know, people's time and money. Um, and so what MABS is all about is just a, it's, to say budget. I, I'll say budget with price, certainly not with content. It's a nice, easy in of grassroots skills and packets that you can use straight away. And I'll give you an example. The last two packets I've done were building your leadership team. There's one for your team on the mats and one for your team on the desk. So, how to, as a, as a club owner, how to build up certain elements of your business and your club that are really, really important, not just for um, day-to-day running, but for expanding.
1: All right, awesome. And you can access that at www.mabs.com.
0: Um, yeah If you type in uh, Martial Arts Business Success on Facebook, it's a closed group so just apply for application. Um, it's a free group. You don't need to join MAPS to be in that group. We have a, another group for the guys who have joined up, which we go into things a little bit more depth. But even the free group, there's a, a really, really good bunch of, of guys and girls on there, martial arts club owners. Um, and the the discussion on there is really good. You can throw any problems up there and suddenly you, you've got not just Michelle and I answering questions. You know, you've got 10 people who have got goodness knows how many years of experience in the martial arts industry who are more than happy to, um, to input their advice. And, and to be honest to me, that's what martial arts is all about. You know, we're a martial arts community and we should be backing each other. Uh, and, you know, you and I were having a conversation before we started recording about competition in your local area. And, and as I said to you, if, if I get on Google and look at how many people are within a five kilometre radius of my club, there's about 60,000 people. You know, and really my goal is to tap this place out at 800 so there's plenty to go around and I think within five kilometers of here there's another four full-time clubs so we have a bit of a joke if you, if you throw a stick in a certain direction you'll probably hit a martial arts instructor <laughs> you've just got to work out which one you want to hit yeah. <laughs> alright
1: awesome Paul been great chatting to you as always and I hope to speak to you again maybe for round three
0: thanks George great to talk to you cheers
1: and there you have it thank you Paul Veltman I hope you got a lot out of that interview I certainly did a few things that really stood out for me, one is the conversion process from pay trial to member. And if you think of it in these steps, that your pay trial is just your pay trial, that's getting them in the door and getting them committed, now they're in a different state of mind and in a different process because they are already training, all right, so what's the next offer? What is the next offer that you're going to give them to incentivize them to take that next step, becoming a member? And then a nice bonus incentive, and I've seen a lot of great companies do this. Most companies don't latch onto this, but why not serve your existing members and lock in their current membership rate at that fixed rate from the day that they join? It's just a great way to reward loyalty. Now, if you want to go see the page that we created for Paul and his team that helped them generate more than 90 paid trials over the December period, then go to martialartsmedia.com forward slash mabs M-A-B-S, and there's a short seven-minute video that explains how that page works. And then there's also a special offer for you if you would like us to do that exact same page and set up for you, that you can start using that for your pay trial system. And that's it. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back next week again with another awesome interview. Until then, bye for now. Cheers.
0: That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening. If you need help building your martial arts school, check out martialartsmedia.com.